That's a thing. Oh my god. Also, there's this bird I keep seeing. I've seen it like twice or three times now, and I don't know what it is. Because um, I keep on seeing it at like weird angles. Like I only see it like... it was. We were driving down the driveway yesterday, and it was fucking flying right in front of me down the driveway. Because we have enough leaf, leaf coverage. Um, so there's enough like of a canopy now. That a big bird can't just swoop up. It has to like follow the entire driveway until it can get out. So. I was like trying to speed and trying to figure out what it was. And then I heard it today. And Kim was like get your binoculars and look. And I went outside and it was rainy. And I saw it but it went too fast. I missed it. Not that it's like anything crazy. I just feel like it's cool that we have some novel huge fucking bird that's close by. Yeah. It's not like a bald eagle or anything, but it's something cool. You think it's some sort of a raptor? I don't know. I can't fucking tell because I, I went to like look it up and then like I thought that I could look it up by like sound because I heard the sound it made. You do like a Shazam for birds? Dude, I I need to just like... I don't know. There's got to be someone like on Twitter or something who's like the fucking bird call master. What if you could just do Shazam for anything? If Dude, they're going to they're going to have that in like 5 years. Like if it's just in your 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 smart house or your Alexa or whatever those things are. Yeah. And it just listens and it's like, "Oh, that's your that's your uh that's your water boiler. It's going to go in 6 days." Judging from that sound, you're going to need a new heating element or something like that. That would be amazing. It's like, oh, there's a draft coming from... Yeah, there's anything. Like, oh, some guy was knocking on your window last night. You should get that checked out. <laughs> Jesus. I was wondering uh, this today. Like, why don't we have... Um, why don't we have, like, robot lawnmowers? Well, I mean, we just got robot vacuum cleaners. Robot lawnmowers have the uh, potential of killing people, so it'll probably happen, but it's probably low on the list of things for people to do, because we have, you know, migrant labor right now, too. I don't have migrant labor. Yeah, I know, I'm, but I'm saying the people who could afford a robot lawnmower could just hire someone at Home Depot to do it. Robot lawnmowers are going to be very expensive. Anyway, I want a robot lawnmower. I mean, it wouldn't be that different than a Roomba. You could probably work in GPS somehow. Yeah. I just wanted to, like, I, I wish, like... Or, no, if you, or, I mean, or if you were to set up some sort of chain of, of routers around your perimeter, and it, yeah. it could essentially just, like, geomap your whole land, the first time through, you would walk it through. The first time through... That's what I was going to say. You would walk it through and it would remember. Of course. Of course. That's all I want. I just want it to have memory. We could do Dude, that. that would be amazing. We could do that. Of course we could do that. But as soon as it kills a child, like, then we're not going to have any backers. Yeah. 
Because they have, like, like my lawnmower has the self-propulsion unit on it. Oh, right, yeah, but you have to hold the, uh, the accelerator down, right? But, yeah, it has a, yeah, you have to hold the, the, yeah, I guess that is what that is. Hold on, uh, this, this thing has to exist already. You have to hold the throttle on mine, but there is a, a separate drive propulsion unit, I guess. But you have to hold the the throttle. There's um, there there are robotic lawnmowers. There are there are robot lawnmowers. Really? Yeah. Something called Landroid. There's a Husqvarna. Husqvarna makes good good equipment. Husqvarna. Husqvarna. I'm just saying it the Swedish way. Is it even Swedish? Yes. I was like Southwestern or something. I think it's a town. Like Susquehanna. Dude, it's like it's no, it's it's named after a location in Sweden. Dude. Dude. This thing's awesome. What? It's tw- it's twenty four hundred dollars, but it's awesome. Robot lawnmower? <laughs> yeah. Which one are you looking at? <laughs> The Husqvarna 9665134405. Oh my god, on Amazon? Oh, I'm looking at Generator Factory Outlet for some reason. Oh, it's $2,000 on Amazon. It's gray with wheels in the back? I was looking at the green one. Oh, there's a green one? Yeah. Does like 1.5 acres. Whoa... 1.5 acres? Oh, look at LawnBot. Spider robotic cordless electric mower. That thing looks like a battle bot. So yeah, someone's clearly already beaten us to this. LawnBot. LawnBot looks good. Do you see Works? Works? W-O-R-X. No. There's a John oh, oh, yeah, one. yeah, I see Works. Do you see the one next to Works? Hybrid remote control mower S-Class. No, we have dip. There's one called Viking. There's one that looks like a normal lawnmower that can't possibly be a robot. Robomo. <laughs> oh my God! Wait, in in the searches, it's there's DIY robot lawnmower. Do it yourself, robot. But lawnmower. but this is this isn't this isn't bagging anything. This is this is just leaving it on the ground. I wanted to leave it on the ground. You you you're a leave on the grounder. You don't bag <laughs> you don't bag it up. Dude, I don't have time to bag it up. I also don't own my own house yet. So why are you mowing the lawn? We're just I'm just mowing the lawn. But not, but not bagging. I'm not bagging. Should I be bagging? I always like to bag. I don't like. Uh, I don't know. It's a, go through all that work and they just. It's like oh, I'm gonna get my hair cut, but just leave it on my head for me. That'll make it look good. Huh. <laughs> a resounding huh. 
don't know. I've never. We're, we've always been leaving on the grounders. I've always been a picker upper. Pick it up, bag it, leave it by the corner. Leave it by the corner? Yeah, you gotta bring it out uh, for the town to take away, like uh, garbage. You get the brown paper bags from the grocery store. Does the town always take it away? On like Tuesdays or Thursdays or whatever, yeah. No way, like weekly? Yeah. Dude. Like, they probably don't have pickup in, in Vermont, I guess. Definitely not. Dude, living in the burbs is hilarious. Wow, bagging, huh? I didn't even realize that was such a, uh, uh, an, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, for like leaves and stuff too, if you're raking leaves. Yeah, leaves is like, that's like a, same thing. a once a season thing. Sa- same thing though. You just use the same bags. The combust com- uh, com- compostables. Yeah. I guess. Dude, so robot lawnmower. Yeah. Someone... I guess I'll, I'll have to get one if I own a house. I, I'm not going to get one until it bags. It seems like a waste. Also, I don't have a yard, so. <laughs> Speaking of, we're going to look at a house tomorrow. What, are you not working tomorrow either? No, I'm working all fucking day tomorrow. What time are you looking at the house? Um, We are looking at 6 p.m. Is that the one so you like- sent me today? Oh, God. No, no, no. We're never going to go. We're not going to go see that house. All right. Send me the one you're looking at tomorrow. All right. Um, I, I didn't do that already? I don't know. Is it? It's not the one you just sent me today. No. Send me the one that you're going to look at. And also, right. screw this lady and her flag etiquette. Oh, my God. Isn't that horrible? It's, it's nothing I haven't heard before, but it's... Come on. What a jerk. I mean, it's it's un it's un it's undoable. What she's suggesting is not even every time a possible. flag comes by you. <laughs> it's like let you'd be at a parade, and every single time a flag would go by you, you'd like hop, you'd like you know bring yourself to attention, take your hat off, put your hat over your head. Your flag is flying right by you, and then you. But she was saying like, teach your kids this. So does this mean these kids are ignoring all the candy that's being thrown at a parade? Which like, is, I've never been down with throwing candy at a parade. It's, that's what we did, that's what we did in Central New York. I, I don't know, dude. No, no, no. They they do it like parades that 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 I like the smaller parades that I've been to too. It's just dangerous. Kids, yeah. kids running out in front of fire trucks to get candy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, why why do they do that? I, I don't know. It's like she's suggesting some sort of you must have pride in the flag, what's, right? Which what, which I I'm down with. What's with the track lighting of this house? Oh, the track lighting's bullshit in the house. There, it's it's not bad because it's only in like that one room. Right. It's only in like the living room sort of area. Every. Every every single room has like an angled ceiling too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and and if you got to the first bedroom, 
the first bedroom is on the first floor. Right. And if you look at the outside picture of that, the, the house is looking at it from the left-hand side, kind of the corner. Uh-huh. That entire first floor has no windows. There are no windows on that side of the house except for the very, very, like, the the eave, the very top. Right. Super strange. How much acreage? Like, how big is your yard? Two. Nice. Yeah, that's one of the big, big, big upsides. It's a nice house. It's not... How far are the neighbors from you and everything? Um, they are... See, that part's not bad. It's like... They're close, but they're not because there's like a lot of shrubs and yeah. stuff in between. No, it, it looks very secluded. Like it's very nice with the uh, the. It's very. Uh, I don't know. It's got a. It doesn't look the house itself doesn't look like a like a cottage or or a cabin, but it looks like a cottage or a cabin should be there, the way the things are grown. Right. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, it's the. The yard is nice. It's like enough land so Marcy can run around. It's like it, it checks off more boxes than a lot of these places have so far. Like a lot of the places we've been looking at is like you know we'll consider something and we're, then we're thinking, all right, well what are we what are we sacrificing here? Okay, we're sacrificing this place has basically no land, so we'd have to you know walk Marcy you know on like the rail trail every day so you have to drive three miles to like go to the trail to walk the dog to you know like yeah in, instead of the luxury that we have now is just we could walk if we wanted to we could walk miles with her off leash where we live now you know and that's you know that's that's my that's my goal i mean my my dream was you know what happened on friday when i was sick i thought i'd still need to get out and do something or else I'm going to feel crazy. So after I, you know, spent the entire day inside, I walked down to the mailbox, which is like, I don't know, maybe three quarters of a mile round trip, but still walking down to the mailbox with the dog off leash. That's like, that's my fucking heaven. That is like what I've wanted my entire life to have. And now I have it. It's great. So trying to recreate that in a place that we can purchase um, comes at a price, you know, right. instead of a, a place that you can rent. So um, there is probably ample room for vehicles in the driveway, but there is no garage. And that was like the one thing I was like, I really would love to build a garage, you know, the, um, I was I just googled it today and there's like a there's like a beautiful like Home Depot prefab garage that you could buy for $28,000. And that's like without installation of course, but it's like how sweet would that be to like I mean well what I mean how hard would it be to just build a garage without it being prefab? How expensive could you make it or how cheap could you make it? I think you could do it pretty cheaply. I think you could do. They were saying yeah, that the like, most, the most, probably the most expensive part would would be like laying the concrete. You think? I mean, depending on how fancy you want to get with your garage. Damn, I would say just lay out those footers and lay the concrete, let it dry, and go to fucking town. 
Um, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe that is the most expensive. I would say like, that because you're in Vermont, you probably want like a, a a nice roof that could maybe like keep snow off of it, right? I mean, I would want to go like Do you want... metal, nice metal roof or a nice standing seam roof or something. Would it be Would it be heated in the garage, or would you have like a a, a space heat, like a blower, a propane heater? Um, I would have a wood stove, but um, that's the other thing is like you could, if you were gonna build a garage from scratch, you might as well like you might as well have like radiant floor heating because that would keep it like actually comfortable kind of all year round. You wouldn't really have to heat it if you had radiant floor heating. Right. You know, so like little things like that, um, you know, keep it kind of temperate or whatever. Um, at work, we have radiant floor heating in our shop and once you have, once you've experienced that, in a shop, it's really hard to go back because it's like, even in the winter, you can be out in the shop and it's not heated. I mean, it, it, there's a heater in it, but it, no one ever, I've never seen the heater turned on. And you're walking around, even if you have cold feet, like I spend 15, 20 minutes in the shop making brake lines or something, and my feet are warm. And I never thought about it until someone said, oh, yeah, well, there's radiant floor heating out there. And I was like, oh, my God, of course that's what it is. Like, you just don't think about it. So something like that would be a luxury that you'd really have to see how much that costs to, and if it would benefit. But um, my boss says, he's like, I, he's like, you need to do that for everything. He's in Vermont. He's like, it's just a no, it's a no-brainer. But, I mean, the way I see it is, It'd be fine to just light a light a fire, you know, get a fire stoking, and then just you know, go out fifteen minutes later with a with a wood st- like a wood stove is gonna heat up a, a garage space in no time, you know. Uh-huh. So there's so there's that as well. But the prefab one that I that I googled was like the twenty eight thousand dollar one was a two car garage and looked fucking stupid nice. I mean, like had a loft with dormers and like this weird like architectural like kind of offset structure like the the one side of the garage comes out more than the other it like is supposed to resemble a small little house kind of deal you know with different roof angles really nice but if you just google like home depot garage it's like the first one um but you're just doing that right now yeah I'm but Sierra twelve foot by twenty four foot wood. Okay, it's a two car garage. So, but the other thing is, like, if you think about, um, if you think about uh, the, I, I was reading and it said seven thousand dollars it would cost you minimum to build a one car garage. Uh-huh. But then it said if you build a two car garage, it would cost you minimum of like $27,000. And Kim and I were trying to come up with why that just doesn't building make sense. It. I would no. think, I would think it would be cheaper the more cars you're adding to it because you're already getting started. So you right. you already have that baseline cost for one car. 
So in theory, it would just be amount of just multiplying the amount of supplies you would need. Right. So anyway, I don't know if it's like the, a labor cost relational kind of thing, but it just looked, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'd put my own labor in on weekends and stuff like that. And we could build it pretty quick. I mean, it wouldn't be anything too crazy. You have, you know, a few main beams, I'd say one big space and then maybe like an L shape or something like that, where you have like a little section where I could have like shitty car and parts and Manden storage, and then maybe a little loft above the regular main part of the barn or something. I don't need a lift or anything. I don't need to be huge, but I want it to have some kind of height room. Oh, well, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah, just build in a, a trench that you can enter you in. You can't do that anymore. Why not? It's illegal. Says who? Says... The government? No, well, it says Vermont. Really? Vermont has a rule against that? Yeah, you can't have pets anymore. Why not? It's, like, dangerous or something. Why? You don't have earthquakes or anything? No, but, like, if something fell in you and you were in the pit... I don't know about that. Anyway, it's not... There must have been some sort of thing that happened, and there's a guy who lives close by who has one. Uh Uh-huh. And it's sketchy, the way they did it, but they... It's concrete, so it's, like, cool. It's, like, rigid and whatever. Right. But but what they did to hide it from the inspector, get this, they have a piece of wood that covers it, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so there's a perfect cutout piece of wood that covers it, and the entire garage floor is just covered in dirt. So they put concrete down, it's fully concrete, they built a pit in, and then when they had it inspected, they just covered it in dirt. How ridiculous is that? Well, I guess if it worked, it worked. I don't know how it worked, but I guess it worked. They had like cars and shit in there and they were covering most of it. And it's just like, but they made it out to just look like an old dirt fucking anyway. Right. So, but yeah, you can't have that anymore. So, uh, and and I'm kind of glad. I think it's bullshit anyway. It's not like you're you're going to the Jiffy Lube on fucking Central where, you know, there's an entire, like, they have pits, but they also have, like, a warehouse down there where all the filters and all the oil is. Uh-huh. So, I, I don't know. I like the... I like the idea of a lift. If I was having... if I If I built a garage to be a garage, I would have a lift, I guess, but... I don't think I need a lift. Like, that would not be imperative. I, I just want storage for crap, especially if a house we're looking at is 1,200 square feet. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have to get uh, f- fit out some nice pegboarding. <laughs> pegboarding. For tools? For tools and miscellaneous. And then, obviously, you can have a nice toolbox and everything, too, for the, for the main tools. But I love a good pegboard, man. See, that's my guyly job. That's why I need you here. 
Because you would just be like, yeah, spent all day editing remotely from Vermont, you know, and then after that, you'd be like, I'm going to go and work on my workshop and Lopez's pegboard. Right, don't you like pegboard? I like peg. I like a pegboard. I just I don't know how I would set mine up. You would do like a shallow or even like a folding down workbench area, and then have pegboard against the, the against the wall. Yeah, I guess we could do that. Dude, that's what you're for, man. Also, do you wanna do you wanna build the uh, that cooler for me? I mean, you can just buy it. You don't need to build it. But it's expensive to buy it. It's expensive to build it, too. I know. It's like the coil is like... And then as soon as you start drilling into a cooler, you're going to realize you need a special bit. And then you're going to need special sealant for, for all the gaskets and stuff. So it's all it's all watertight and everything. It's just regular sealant. It's a, everything's going to just start adding up. Every time you build something specialized like that, you have to keep buying tools for it. Which is fine. I like it when I have to like do something I... Like I'm excited about, but I'm not going to take on just an odd job where I'm going to have to buy, you know, two specialized tools that I'll never use again. But here's the thing you build. And why are you doing this anyway? Why don't you just get kegs? We are getting kegs. And it has to go through a cold coil. I just want it to be nice and cool because it's going to be outside. I mean, just put ice on it, man. You too good for ice? No, ice goes in the cooler. That's the whole point of the cold plate. I understand, but the just yes, I'm too good for ice. <laughs> I guess this is my answer. Because like, what what is the point of that cool? I guess the cooler keeps the ice in it, so that's why it's a cooler. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was just having a disconnect with why did you have to have a like a polar cooler between the tap and the keg? But because it's, then you it, it cuts down on the foam. Like you'll have like if you set it up right, like. You, you you let it run for like maybe 10 seconds and you have perfect beer the entire time without any foam. If you, if you want to cut down on foam, you can tilt your cup and then you can rub your nose and, and just put it in the foam. Put your finger in the foam and that, that'll get rid of the foam. This is not college. We don't, it's not bush, <laughs> it's not bush light. It's not, you know, Keystone keg. This is <laughs> Keystone keg. This is not Genesee. This is this is good Vermont beer. Also, too gonna, too, too, gonna, too good for ice. Good Vermont beer. I'm gonna plug the uh, the brewery that is gonna supply uh, supply the beer for our party. Frost Beer Works in Heinsburg. They have a lot of stuff I like. Are you looking that up? Mm-hmm. Yep, Frost. I talked to the girl today, and she was just like, yeah, we sell direct. I was like, good. It's like 80 bucks for a log, so I can have... How many How many pony kegs do you think I should have? I don't know. How many are you going to drink? How many, how many kegs am I going to drink? <laughs> That all these guys do is like double and triple IPAs. Yeah. I think one keg and everyone will be drunk by the end of it. <laughs> not a full keg. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do uh little kegs. I'm not gonna get a full a full keg. 
They don't have uh They don't have the uh cold coils uh for rent when you rent uh kegs or pony kegs. They do. They're two of the places uh that you could rent them from, I think. Each at like the whatever it is, the um like the, just the regular like brew um, like beverage places, the warehouses, you can rent them from them. So I might do that. I just think it'd be cool to have one. Also, if you made one and you brought it, then you bring all your equipment to make them. And I have like three coolers. <laughs> you can make two more, and we could sell them. <laughs> Dude, that's it. That's how you do it. You make them, you use, you get your materials down to like a hundred bucks. Try to get it down to like a hundred dollars in material, right? I get all these free coolers from fucking everywhere. Wait, and why, why do you get free coolers? I get free coolers all the time. I have, there was a cooler on the side of the road. I picked it up. There was, um. <laughs> I get free coolers all the time from the side of the road. There was one that, well... It's we have someone's like, bait cooler, man. No. It was clean. It was empty. That was the weird part. Well, I guess they had probably finished all the beer. Anyway, it clearly fell off of someone's truck. And it was there for a while, so I took it. But then I think I got one at a garage sale, real cheap, like for free, maybe. Uh-huh. And then Kim's family has one. And then I think, like, every time I go home, someone tries to give me another one. Or Kim has a second one at her mom's house that everyone tries to give us. So there are all these extra coolers everywhere. So I got free coolers. That's That saves you 20 bucks. I mean, I'm probably going to have to fly out there this year. I don't think I'm going to have time to drive. Or a car, oh. for that matter. Oh, no. Are you going to put the dogs up? I don't know. Maybe I'll just find someone to, to watch them. We'll, uh... Like, I, would, we'll... I, I wouldn't stay for a long time, I guess. I would, I would probably fly out to Burlington, rent a car, come to you, hang out for the weekend, then probably swing by my parents' place and fly out of Albany, like, later that week. Right. Marcy's running in her sleep. How big is she now? She's pretty big. Okay. Eh, pretty big. I don't even know. I love when she runs in her sleep. It's so funny. She's fast in her sleep, I think. (laughs) Is she not fast in real life? Oh, she's stupid fast in real life. She's she's big. I don't know if she's much bigger than the last time you saw her, but she's big. Actually, she has to be. She. When was the last time you saw her? Uh, Would have been 2016, right? August, I guess? Uh-huh. Oh my god, she must be so much bigger then. That, that red Land Rover is still here in uh, Los Angeles. For 15? 1190 now. No way. 11,900. No fucking way, dude. Dude. 
dude, buy me that. <laughs> Shit, man. The, the problem that I have is that, like, my boss will see that and be like, ah, I could get that for cheaper. What's the motor in it? Uh, 2.5 naturally aspirated diesel. Uh, it says 2.5 liter diesel. Yeah. Model 12J. I mean, I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. It's an 85? 84. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. It's a really, really early Defender. It says sold as is, so I don't really know what that means then. It means it needs tons of shit. That's what they all, they all need tons of shit. Right, well, because they, they show it in pieces on some of the photos and intact in other photos. So who knows what you're walking into there. Is that the one where the guy, where there's a new frame too? Uh, yeah, and he bought parts from your company and everything. Yeah. Brand new Richards chassis. Yeah. Yep. But that was done in England. Shipped from the UK. I think the chassis was done in England. Yeah, it was shipped from the UK. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think they did... Right, 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 right. Okay, we're, we're saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying Sorry. to agree with you. <laughs> Sorry. It took me a while to get there. Dude, buy that, man. Buy that for you. I'll send you parts. I'll send you a manual. That's all you need. <laughs> That time in a garage to work on it. Yep, time is invaluable. Dude, I haven't had a four-day weekend in God knows how long, and it feels so good. It's nice, huh? Actually, probably since my birthday. It is nice. It's nice to not do anything. Tell me about it. Because that's all we ever do things but like the other thing is i also hate not having something to do yeah i'll i would go crazy if i didn't have something to do when we moved here i didn't have a job for like god i don't even know how long it felt like three months it was like maybe maybe five weeks but that was way too long trying to think i had i had the job in august we moved yeah i yeah it was about five weeks i think i didn't have a job it's just like that's way too much time for me to be like dude when i moved out here i didn't have a job for close to a year weren't you temping though uh no i like i occasionally i would work at my like a day at my sister's job that's ridiculous. God, how'd you not have a job for a year? It's fucking just sleeping on my sister's couch and living off of my Apple stock. Thank God for that, huh? Yeah. I mean, now look at it, though. But, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda, you needed it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's got me to here, so it served a purpose. That was the purpose. And I still had some well when it split the last time, so... Jeez. It's still there, but I don't know, man. I gotta figure out some way to 
get rich so I can buy a house, I guess. Ugh. Are you going to buy a house out there? No. If I get rich, I won't buy a house out here. If I get rich, I'll retire and buy a house out there. Nice. <laughs> when are you getting rich? I don't know, man. i got to figure that out. Do we have to pitch a show? I mean... I, Isn't that how you do it? I'd rather just get, like, lottery winnings. <laughs> I think we have a better chance of pitching a good show. Yeah. So here's how it's been explained to me, because we, we waste time trying to figure out how to get rich at work. Basically, if you come up with a show that you kind of create and become a, an EP on, mm-hmm. you create the show like work on the first episode or whatever and just like set it on its tracks. If that becomes a hit, then you get a piece of every subsequent season. And then if depending on how the deal is set up, you can get like international licensing. So if it's a show that they can do in other countries that makes sense with different hosts and stuff, then you you would get money from that, you know? Uh-huh. So that would be the minimal amount of work you would need to do to get the maximum amount of money off of one project. Hmm. Interesting. So you're just trying to figure out how little work you can do to get the most bang out of it. No, I don't have a problem working. I just don't necessarily want... Yeah, I mean... Yes. I mean, yeah. Wouldn't you want to have money coming in from one venture so you could focus on something you like doing? Yeah, definitely. I was thinking about this the other day. Even if I like... Even if for some reason, like... I don't know, like let's say Catherine and I recorded like... A, a, a crazy album and there was like a number one hit or something like on it even like a hit that was like had a cult following and like we needed to like start touring or something I would still want to figure out how to how to like come back to my job does that make any sense like I would I would still like I wouldn't want to like I'm I already feel like comfortable comfortable and i like what i do enough right now that i would want to like continue doing my job well i would think just going so if you were to get a hit song and have an album worth touring or be attached to be the opener for someone and just tour around with that i would think the amount of time on the road and dealing with all the stresses of that by the time you came back I think you would have a new appreciation from not work because that would essentially be your job. Right. That your downtime would become more valuable. So you would want to work on all your projects that, that aren't music related and that aren't, you know, your old job related. Right. So you'd probably want to swing by and hang out with them and stuff, but you wouldn't necessarily want to go in there and log like a, an eight hour day, you know, scanning parts in and everything when you could easily just go home and work on one of your cars or, you know, throw the ball for Marcy and shit like that. I guess, yeah. That's a good point. I think there's a difference between enjoying what you do or the people you're working with and and wanting to work, you know? Yeah. I think I want to work a lot of times. I think I feel like there's, like, some sort of, like, self-worth or something that, that gets correlated to putting in an eight hour day and accomplishing right but i'm, like, I'm saying in, 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 in this scenario you're you're giving up your day job to pursue a new job being you know traveling the road and playing music which i guess that's the fear which the, the the that even though it's a passion for you right now 
will soon become a job and you'll treat it with the same work ethic that you're treating your current job. Right. So that's if, the fear. If, if you're putting that type of, of effort behind what was once your passion, you'll begin viewing it as work and then your downtime will then become that much more like because your downtime you used to play music in. So now your downtime is, you know, maybe you might still like noodle on the guitar and everything and just, you know, dick around. But I would imagine all those little uh, shenanigans and side projects and capers that we get into would become, you know, much, much, have a much bigger presence weighted against going back to your, your nine to five job. Right. I could see like, if it wasn't Rovers, I could see you like putting time in at a brewery or a winery just so you could go back and schmooze with people and drink, you know? Right. I think the fear is that like having a job. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to be a musician professionally, I guess. That's the fear. It's not about the job. It's about it becoming a job. Right. I mean, there, there's no such thing as a dream job because it all, in the end, it always just becomes a job. Well, so like the shine gets taken off of it. You can sit there and fantasize all you want, but like it, there, there are very few situations where you'll like, it'll continue to be a dream. I met one guy once that I think he wasn't lying to me about it. He's a professional fly fisherman. Okay. Well, what, so like com- competitive? No. Well, yeah, he did when he was younger. And so, wait, how do you, did... how, does he take people on? Oh, okay. Well, like, keep talking about this. Yes. Uh, yes. So, he takes people out on fly fishing tours and everything? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So like so like he gets to go on like extravagant vacations of his choosing yeah. and, he, and he teaches people how to fly fish. I have oh my god, this is the second time this came up in the past 4 days. Uh do you have more to say on that? Uh he like owned a house in the Catskills and like was showing it to me on like overhead Google Maps. This was also at the Apple store. Right. And he and he was just like yeah, man. He goes, I own all of this. And he was just showing me all of his land. And he's like, I have a pond. He's like, it's incredible. So, yeah, if he's he does this, he knows the good fishing places. He's been on trips like just as work and as play, making friends with all the local fisheries and travel guides and everything. So people give him business, say like, oh, this, this is your guy. He'll take you out and everything. So if you're not in charge of the actual sales side of it, if you're not, if you don't have to actually go above and beyond trying to get business for it, then, right. then it's just an, ex, like you are literally just going on a fishing trip and teaching people, you know, the best practices for fishing, which uh, aside from probably getting uh, the, 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 the random asshole here and there who becomes a complete dick or whatever, you're literally just doing what you would want to be doing. And you have people coming with you that give right. you, that give you money for it. Right. Which, yes, that could continue to be a dream. I could see how sometimes that dream would become a nightmare depending on the people going with you. Because it, 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 it is it is all it is all like like reliant on good people that you're taking out with you. He was also such an Andy Lopez dude. He was like he was such an optimist. He was such a happy dude. 
and he was just so pumped to do everything. He was uh-huh. like, he was like happy to buy his computer that I was selling him, and I was setting it up for him, and it was just super easy. Right. It was like that guy was the fucking funniest man. Here's another, here's another um, relation to how I'm visual and how vis- visual everything dominates my mind. I have to think I have to close my eyes and think about where we were in the store how the store was set up at the time and that helps me do all of those things it helps me remember when it was it helps me remember um, you know what we were doing it helps me remember everything it's like you know but I close my eyes and I think and I can even picture him you know just because he was an interesting dude I want a bow-legged woman that's tall. I want a bow-legged woman that's tall. I'll fall in love with her right from the start because the big fat legs are so far apart. I want a bow-legged woman right now. I want to find me a girl somehow. She's got to be built like an old bass fiddle. Big bow-legs with plenty room in the middle. Gotta be on my way to find a bow-legged woman today. He wants a bow-legged woman. Yeah. He wants a bow-legged woman. Boy, I'll fall in love with her right from the start because the big fat legs are so far apart. He wants a bow-legged woman. Divine. A bow-legged woman, that's fine. She don't have to be no glamour girl, but she's gotta have hooves like an old beer bear. Gotta be on my way to find a bow-legged woman today. Woman with big ball legs. 